for your Google Play, simply say, hey, Google, play 670 KBOI. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. Good morning and welcome to a Tuesday, Christmas week. A few more shopping days until Christmas. You'd best make haste. I don't know what I did yesterday, but man, it's busy out there. (laughs) Were you out and about? Oh, yeah. Went out for a few hours yesterday. It's Was it productive? It's nuts. Well, I got got some shopping done, so I would say it's a little productive. Are we done? No. (laughs) Not even close. This is why I used to go, uh, and with this job, I can't do it. This is why uh, I enjoyed shopping at, you know, 10, 11 o'clock at night. I told you that uh, the, the one year I ended up putting it off so long that I had to finish shopping at one of the Jackson's Texaco stations. <laughs> and uh, I got somebody like a big cup of coffee. It was a really good gift, I thought. But, you know. Hey, I, raise your hand if you among us have not spent time on. Christmas Eve, possibly shopping at a Flying J or a gas station. I've done it. I've done it before. You guys. I've actually got some really good gifts at the Flying J truck stop in Caldwell before. Got my uh, son a, a cool pleather coat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, believe me, I convinced myself they were good gifts too. Well, you know, when you, when you're buying a six year old the pleather coat, he he doesn't know the difference, and he thought that's, it was a pretty good gift. That's true. I mean, now. I would not suggest that you go out and shop for your wife at a Flying J truck stop. I would recommend against that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, usually the gift giving is about, you know, more than just saying, hey, I got you something. That's usually about the thought that's put into it. Thank Mike. you. It's the thought that so, counts, not where you got oh, it. No, that's, Flying that's J not exactly what I said. See, the, 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 the point is that guys like us, though, we like to put extra thought into it. So, you know, like two weeks after we should have bought it, we're still thinking. We had a uh, boss who worked here, and his annual tradition, and he did it every year. His annual tradi- tradition was to go to the mall um, at noon on Christmas Eve with him <laughs> and a buddy. And they did 100% of their shopping on noon at Christmas Eve. But, of course, they started it by uh, going and having four or five drinks first at mm-hmm. one of the bars inside the mall. Well, that does help you loosen up the yeah. uh, the wallet belt a little bit. Well, not just loosen up the wallet belt, but it helps you deal with the stress if there are other people that you're bumping into on the uh, final day of shopping for the uh, year. But that was his annual tradition, he and his buddy, every well, year. Noon on Christmas Eve, they I, did 100% of their shopping. I think that's great. Uh, although, you know, Uber tends to frown upon the bags and bags of uh, shopping that uh, yeah, I guess you have to you have to do that. You have to do that. But. Yeah. Well, good for them. They got their shopping done. I have kids that like to see the presents under the tree for weeks at a time leading up to Christmas <laughs> and, you know, like count the packages that are for them. It's like, well, she's got a one more package than I've got. Mom and What's dad love me more dad? than you. <laughs> yeah, I, I, uh, I have to be very, very careful about that. You know, the candy has to be even, the presents wow. have to be even, of course. and then there's no favoritism involved. You know, at least that they know of. It, and sometimes, you know, they get the same gifts, just different sizes. 
which works <laughs> for clothes, not much else. Yeah, it's true. Uh, final few hours of uh, fall. I hope you're enjoying it because uh, winter is going to be blasting in here a little bit later this week for most of Idaho. Um, possibility, looking like more and more of a possibility of a white Christmas going into Christmas Eve, Christmas morning. Um, if you're one of those idiots who might be traveling on uh, Christmas Day or whatever <laughs> throughout the state, uh, looks like there could be a good possibility of snow throughout most of uh, Idaho going north. And technically, the the actual winter starts today at ten fifty nine a.m. So, uh, just about one hour after we get off the air, yeah. it'll be it'll be so winter. I'll be rushing out to see uh, you know if I can notice the difference. Today is also the famous <laughs> Idaho Potato Bowl. Yeah, one thirty this afternoon they'll be kicking off. Not bad weather for the, the Idaho Cowboys Potato Bowl. in the what are they the the flashes. Golden Flashers. Isn't it Golden Flashers? The Golden Flashers. Yeah, there you go. Flashes, anyway. Flashers is better. Uh, by the way, I looked into the weather next next week. Yeah. We've, we've had uh, pretty enjoyable and not really, really cold weather. You as played golf yet. yesterday. Uh, yeah, it was actually not too bad uh, weather-wise. I, you know, unfortunately, I had some other important stuff to do having to do with Christmas. Christmas shopping. Uh, but next week, uh, temperatures could be dropping down in the single digits Ooh. here in the Treasure Valley. Yikes. I saw nine degrees, I think, next Tuesday I've, or Wednesday, something like that. I've, I won't know if we're going to put this to uh, yeah, any, I, any, <laughs> any kind of a, a democratic process. Kind of been enjoying not getting much below about 22 degrees so far, so... But it it's coming. Win- Here, in the famous words of Game of Thrones, winter is coming. Yeah. Good times. Hitting us over the head. Um, 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon <laughs> Wireless. Uh, speaking of uh, football, um, now we've got a controversy with Boise State playing in the uh, bowl game, sponsored by uh, the uh, Barstool organization. They don't like the... Uh, fact that the owner has made some misogynistic and some controversial statements. You're going to get your thoughts on this. Um, once again, I, ju- I just don't like my sports having politics in it in any way. I just, I do it to get away. So I don't want to sit there and feel guilty now that I'm watching, you know, possibly watching a game on bar dual yeah. sports because people, or, you know, don't like the fact that I just, I just don't like it. But that's my personal thoughts. want to get your thoughts this morning. If you haven't heard uh, anything about this as of yet, it's kind of uh, blown up over the last couple of days with uh, numerous news stories coming out uh, about the owner of Barstool Sports and some of the controversial comments that he has made. We'll tell you about those coming up here for you and talk about it. Get your, uh, your thoughts also on the way here this morning. You can also email chris at kboi.com, mike at kboi.com. And believe it or not, there are other sports going on. Uh, you would think football would be over this week, but no, 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 no. <laughs> uh, let's get a check on what's going on with sports this morning with Rick Worthington. It's brought to you by Fat Guys Fresh Deli. Get into uh, Fat Guys. By the way, let me make you up a uh, coupon if you'd like. That'd make a great Christmas gift for somebody in uh, your life that uh, loves food. Get into Fat Guys Fresh Deli, and they'll take care of you. All right, here we go. First and foremost... The Raiders and Browns playing in the cold confines of Cleveland last night. (laughs) Or I should say more to the point yesterday afternoon. Dead on. Yes, the Raiders sideline explodes. I'll give a jackpot, partner. Jackpot! (laughs) (laughs) Raiders, it was a game-winning field goal by uh, their kicker, Carlson, 
16 to 14, the final score. He actually had to make that one twice because, of course, yeah. Cleveland coach iced the kicker. Didn't matter. Carlson just signed a new contract with the Raiders, by the way, that makes him the third highest paid kicker in the league. I think he's pretty good. Uh, what, 31 to 34 field goals this year? That's very, not too very, bad. Very accurate for the NFL. Yeah. And uh, he made that field goal last night to. Uh, cap off the win for them. There was also another football game played yesterday. It had to do with the Chicago Bears and the Minnesota Vikings. Kirk goes out of the shotgun into the face of the Bears fans. Kirk takes the snap, fires, caught, touchdown! <laughs> A touchdown back right of the end zone for Emir Smith-Marset. The first touchdown of his career, and the Minnesota Vikings have taken a 16-3 lead. And the Vikings would go on to beat the Bears, 17-9. Oh, that's my computer making all kinds of noise. Man, that guy really talks weird. Roses, too. (laughs) I wonder if he talks that way all the time when he's at home and talking to, Hey, honey, can you bring me a beer? That's only the touchdown call. (laughs) Jackpot, baby! That's Brett Musburger that made the call on that one for the Raiders. He's a play-by-play guy for the Raiders. You believe that? Yeah, because Vegas likes celebrities, and he's as big as they come in sports. <laughs> uh, tonight we've got football for you. Not here on KBOI though, because it will be the Seahawks and Rams playing on our uh, friends station. Uh, I would say sister station, but I don't know if that applies. Uh, the Seahawks and Rams will be on the ticket today at ninety three one FM. You can find that there. There's another football game tonight as well. It is the Washington football team against the. Wonderful team that is the Philadelphia Eagles. <clears throat> uh, yeah, both teams six and seven on that game. Comes down to this uh, final game for uh, Chris and I are playing each other tonight. Yeah, that's in true. Our, We're uh, fantasy football playing in fantasy football. You're currently ahead of hey. me by about nine points. I'm still has pre- something to play. Still for, predicted by the way. to lose. You have, uh, <laughs> you, you have uh, Seattle's tight end Everett tonight. And let's see, I've got uh, Cooper Cup, which is he's, he's been my MVP the whole season. So Walton's going to win. I, Good job. I, I heard he uh, might have COVID. Oh, so. No, you didn't. You didn't hear that. You're hoping. <laughs> I, also, I, I did. I heard it. I also have the Rams defense tonight. So. All right, you're golden. KBOI News Time is 618. <laughs> the Great One, Mark Levin, tonight at 7. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. 624, 27 degrees in downtown Boise. Good morning. Phone lines are open to take part in the show at 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. If you want to get through to us, you can also email Chris, KBOI.com, Mike at KBOI.com. Either one of those emails work. You can uh, also uh, send us an instant message through our fan page on Facebook if you would like, if you want to participate in the show. And uh, the other way that you can also participate in the show is by texting us. That's the uh, same as our main number, 208-336-3700. Bad news for those of you who uh, work for employers. Possible bad news. Let's put it that way. Possible bad news for those of you who work here in Idaho for employers that uh, employ more than 100 people. Three-panel judge of the U.S. Court of Appeals for the Sixth Circuit overturned a stay on the Biden administration's proposed OSHA rule requiring COVID-19 vaccines or testing by private employers with over 100 or more workers. That was due to uh, starts in January. Several um, so attorneys... Them, them overturning a stay means that they essentially just agreed with the original order. 
Yes. Okay. So, in other words, it can go to an, go to a, into effect uh, if they want to. Um, Republican attorneys general, business associations, and uh, Idaho Governor Brad Little also announced that Idaho has joined 26 other states in filing an emergency motion asking the Supreme Court to reinstate the stay. Little issued this statement yesterday. We are doing all we can to put a stop to Biden's unprecedented government overreach into the private sector. The majority of the nation's governors oppose Biden's damaging and ineffective vaccine mandate policies, but he continues to push them on citizens, business, and the states, unquote. Little said in a news release that the Supreme Court will likely rule on the state's motion sometime in January. The uh, other proposed mandates, by the way, from the administration on which Idaho is also part of a legal challenge, remain stay, stayed. They affect federal contractors and healthcare workers at facilities that are funded by Medicaid or Medicare. So um, now it, it, in, in the back and forth volley, now we see what uh, Biden, because Biden, or OSHA had said, hey, since this is stayed, we're going to stop everything having to do with enforcing those mandates so now we get to see what the biden administration and osha will do if they will begin actually doing that because of the court stay or not the ap reported that osha announced that it will not issue citations before january 10th for its vaccination mandate or before february 9th for its testing requirements to give employers time to adjust Hmm. okay so uh they expect you to have uh, a shot by uh, the third, but they're not going to check on it till the tenth. So that gives you an extra week, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> it's not very much <laughs> of a concession. And once again, you know, it's the the appeal's already been filed, so more than likely it'll go to the Supreme Court, and they decide. That is, if they get to it in January, um, and best guess is that they will probably get to it sometime in in January. Could be the end of January. Who knows? Without it's a, just w- confusing. Without a doubt, without a doubt, they'll do it on their time and not ours. Yeah. So uh, anyway, one step uh, forward, one step back. Two zero eight three three six thirty seven hundred pound six seventy on your Verizon Wireless. Be a part of the show at three three six thirty seven hundred or toll free one eight hundred five two nine KBOI. Now back to Casper and Chris on News Talk KBOI. Christmas week. Thanks for listening in here at News Talk KBOI. He's Chris Walton. I'm Mike Casper. Two zero eight three three six thirty seven hundred pound six seventy on your Verizon wireless. Just curious. I'm going to put this out there. Um, you know, because we we hear that there are shortages going on on some toys, and every year there's shortages of certain hard to get toys. Anyway, um, but we're also hearing uh, some shortages on some other thing. And I'm I'm just curious for those of you who are out and about doing your uh, Christmas shopping, are you seeing any of the shortages uh, that we're hearing about? Apparently, there's a cream cheese shortage going on. Oh, what no. cream cheese? How could there be a cream cheese shortage? Not quite sure, but it's so bad that uh, Philadelphia uh, cream cheese and craft have come together, and they're going to pay you twenty dollars to not make cheesecake for Christmas this year. Okay, how do I get in on this deal? Um, take a listen. Having a hard time finding cream cheese on shelves means having a hard time putting cheesecakes on tables. So let's do this. This year, turn that famous cheesecake into those famous brownies. End your meal with a friendly fight over the last holiday cupcake. Anything that'll make you feel anything in that cheesecake-shaped hole in your holiday heart. You bake it, we'll buy it. Because this year, if you can't spread Philly, 
Spread the feeling. For your chance to reserve a free dessert up to $20 with a valid receipt, visit spreadthefeeling.com. I love cheesecake. Oh, so now there's a cream cheese shortage. Um, Debbie's birthday was uh, on Saturday, and so uh, we got cheesecake, and we still have some left. Oh, and my gosh. Of course, you lucked out. Left you lucked the, out. For the rest of the morning, I believe I'll be thinking about that. <laughs> um, uh, they're giving away vouchers to 18,000 people. The other uh, shortage, and I, I am perfectly fine with this because I hate candy canes, um, but there's apparently a candy cane shortage going on right now. And specifically the cinnamon candy cane. So you can still get the fruit-flavored candy canes, but there's a shortage of cinnamon. <laughs> so, How about the, the, you know, just basic peppermint ones? Peppermint, shortage of peppermint. Really? Yes. Um, New York Post reported that a New York candy store has run out of their holiday treat, and uh, they've received about half the inventory that they have in the past holiday seasons because of supply chain disruptions. I have seen that there are not as many candy canes available this year. Really? Yeah, I have noticed that. Um, If I get a candy cane, if somebody wants them, cheers. Rick, whoever wants it first. No problem getting chocolate, though. I mean, if you want, (laughs) you know, Reese's or Snickers bars or Rolos or any of those things there, you know, plenty of Hershey bars out there, too. There's lots of chocolate. There you go. Nothing wrong with that. I I dig that. I'm just curious if if you have seen, you know, uh, because we had reports of, you know, shortages of things um, traditionally served at Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. Yeah. you were still able to get it as far as, I mean, there were less of them, and it was a little more expensive um, to get because of the lacking number. I mean, uh, I remember... Not appreciably more expensive, though. I, I mean, it's fit- not like you're play- paying double to get your holiday turkey or holiday ham. You're paying a little bit more, but not appreciably more. Yeah, I don't know what um, most of the stuff, but I remember I paid 50 cents more a pound for my turkey this year than I did last year. 50 cents more a pound? Yeah, a pound, yeah. So last year my turkey cost like 18 bucks. This year it cost like 30. Serious? Yeah. Yeah, I, I still don't think that's appreciably more. Um, it's It's not cheap, but, I mean, you're able to absorb some of that. I am? You could still I, buy the dang well, turkey. Can I get a raise saying. I didn't know about? No, during... <laughs> During the actual dinner, you absorb plenty of the turkey. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I absorbed a lot of that, as a matter yeah. of fact. Anyway, uh, weigh in with your thoughts. If you're out and about, are you seeing shortages? I'm just curious here in the Treasure Valley. I mean, I keep seeing this nationally. Hey, we've got this shortage here, and I've heard, I know we have supply chain disruptions, but I'm just curious. 208-336-3700. In the meantime, let's get a check on what's going on with sports once again today. It's brought to you by Fat Guys Fresh Deli and Meridian. Definitely a soup day. It's soup season. Started a month ago, and we'll continue for the next few months. Get in for a great bowl of hot soup. Fat Guy's Fresh Deli, just off Wells Avenue and Meridian. Talking football this week, Boise State's got a bowl game coming up, as you know. And Boise State's run defense, much better after they hit the bye week. And it will need to continue to be good when they take on Central Michigan. Linebacker Riley Wimpy will be playing in his final game as a Bronco in the bowl game. He enters the game with Central Michigan with 287 career tackles and his second this season with 71. He talked about what he sees in the Chippewas offense and the keys to stopping it. Yeah, I mean, they had the 
leading running back in the nation, that they have great tack- uh, offensive tackles. Um, I think for us, we just need to make them one-dimensional, keep them in a box, set edges. I think when we when we do that as a defense, it makes it very difficult for the offense to be successful. So that's going to be a big emphasis for us, being able to stop the run game. Lou Nichols III has rushed for over 1,700 yards this season, and left tackle Bernard Raymond is an All-American. Bob Beeler, 670 KBOI. I know we don't talk a lot of baseball because of the strike that's been going on, and there really hasn't been much happening, but the Oakland A's have hired their new manager, and it's a familiar name. You remember Mark Kotze? Mm-hmm. Of course, yeah. yeah, he used to be a ball player. Kotze is only 46. He was the A's third base coach last season. He's a former bench coach with the Athletics as well. He'll take over for Bob Melvin, who left to manage the San Diego Padres and get a nice fat check from those guys. Uh, Kotze, a former MLB outfielder, played for seven different teams, including the A's, finishing his career with 127 home runs, 720 RBIs, and he hit 276 for a career, and that ain't bad. Mark Kotze, now the new manager of the Oakland A's. KBUI News Time is 647. Tonight at 10, it's Michael Knowles. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. It's time for the KBOI Medical Moment, brought to you by Regents Blue Shield of Idaho, featuring Dr. Jim Polo. Dr. Polo, good morning. Good morning. How are you today? Doing good, doctor. Uh, doctor, let's start things off. We've long been encouraged to watch what we eat, but this morning you're here to talk about the importance of when we eat. Why is that so important? Yeah, when we eat is just as important as why uh, what we eat. And as it turns out, of course, eating late at night can really be uh, uh, bad for your health because it disrupts your blood sugar levels and it can actually increase your risk uh, for type 2 diabetes. Cutting back on late night eating to avoid that may be straightforward for most of us, but what are night shift workers like nurses and first responders supposed to do? Oh, that's a really important uh, question, particularly here in Idaho. We've got a lot of folks that, that have those evening work hours. So one recommendation to consider is particularly for those folks that have a flip-flop schedule, uh, try to eat at the normal times that you would eat. So, for example, uh, when you're getting off that shift, that's when you would have breakfast When you wake up from your, quote, sleep, you have lunch, and then before you go to your night shift, you you eat dinner. And and during that time, of course, you want to make sure that you're still avoiding snacks, but having a little bit during the day, but staying hydrated as well, too. Any other uh, tidbits of advice for the night workers among us? Well, for the night workers, remember, you want to get your body ready for work, so you want to try to eat your meal a little bit early so that you've got all those... uh, you know, uh, energy available for for when you're working at your fullest. But it's also important to remember to eat good, healthy proteins for that immediate energy and then fiber-rich carbohydrates. And then, as always, avoid sugar and avoid processed foods. At this time of year, we're bombarded with reminders that it's better to give than to receive. As uh, it turns out, our giving actually provides a health benefit. Oh, my gosh. So our mothers always told us that when we were kids and we didn't believe it, but it's really actually true. So the latest research shows that adults, particularly between the ages of about 34 and 84, that actually give support to others and do things for others or have strong social relationships with others, it actually reduces their inflammation. Uh, And of course, inflammation is bad for us, particularly as we get older. So what is the uh, key takeaway here? Well, the key takeaway is that giving of your time and your energy to others 
while it's also good for you emotionally because you feel like you've got purpose and meaning, it also helps you physically. It's going to keep you healthier over time. Well, that is the KBOI Medical Moment brought to you by Regents Blue Shield of Idaho, Dr. Jim Polo. Thank you for joining us this morning on KBOI. My pleasure. Remember, if you missed any part of Casper and Chris this morning, check out their podcast on the KBOI app or on KBOI.com. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. If you want to get through and uh, take part in the show today, you can also email Mike at KBOI.com, Chris at KBY.com. You can text us, too. Same as our uh, main number at 208-336-3700. As usual, toll-free from wherever you might be listening at 1-800-529-5264. Somebody should be having a uh, very Merry Christmas. We don't know how merry it might be, but uh, I don't know if you saw that. uh, Remember the name Nicholas Sandman? I don't. Covington Catholic Church. Still doesn't ring a bell. He was uh, the one who was vilified by the media for attacking a Native American at the Washington Monument a couple years ago. Right, the kid, yeah. Okay, now I remember now. He has since graduated from high school, and uh, he announced a couple days ago that uh, he has entered into a settlement with NBC in his multi-million dollar lawsuit against NBC. The records are sealed, so we don't know how happy of a Christmas he's going to have. (laughs) Um, Documents showed in U.S. District Court and Eastern District, Kentucky, show uh, both parties agreed to dismiss the case without a judgment from the court. Um, But Nicholas... Sandman uh, said in a tweet that uh, he was very happy with the settlement. So I don't know if he's happy because there was lots and lots of money. Let me guess. He said, quote, (laughs) cha-ching. Court records show Sandman has filed suit in federal court against eight major news outlets, including the Washington Post, CNN, NBC, New York Times, CBS News, ABC News, Rolling Stone, and Gannett. Gannett. Yeah. That's a way to fight back, I would say. Yeah. Uh, in March of 2020, Salmon sued five more outlets, including uh, the Inquirer. Um, that lawsuit is ongoing. He's already uh, received settlements in uh, three of the other cases. All of them are sealed, so we have no idea if uh, Nick Sandman is walking around as a multimillionaire or not, but my guess is he's gotten some money from it. The fact that they have uh, ended up dropping the cases and agreeing to a settlement outside of court. Well, they knew they knew they were totally in the wrong. Yeah, this is another crazy story. This is out of San Francisco. We've talked about San Francisco, the break and run robberies that are going on. San Francisco and Oakland area also having a problem with breaking and entering in uh, vehicles. And it's gotten so bad, it's up uh, between 25 to 30% this year. Um, it's gotten so bad that some car owners in the Bay Area now have gone to great lengths to avoid vehicle break-ins, not because they don't want something stolen, but because every time their car vehicle gets broken into, it costs them money to replace their car windows, yeah. or they're ruining their trunks. So what vehicle owners are doing now in the Bay Area 
they're rolling down their windows and they're opening up their car trunks and just leaving them sitting on the street. Now they're empty, emptying the car vehicles yeah, yeah, exactly. out of everything, but even even if when the vehicle was empty, people were breaking into the cars to see if there was something in it. Yeah. So now they're going, hey, look through it yourself. Just don't break my windows. Don't see, ruin my trunk lid. See, that kind of makes sense to a degree. On the other hand, the, the number of things I can think of that people could do to an open window. Kind of <laughs> makes you just want to use public transit, doesn't it? Man, yeah. that, that's absolutely see, that's crazy. I, I can't even think when, about that. When you said San Francisco, I thought, well, geez, they're getting around it by selling their car and just riding the trolley. <laughs> Um, the uh, Oakland's inter- interim uh, deputy police chief, uh, Drennan Lindsley, said that these thieves are getting more advanced. Even if you think, I'm just going to put my laptop top in my trunk, It's uh, they have technology, and when they drive by, it detects that there's a laptop somewhere near. And so you think you have your laptop hidden, but actually they're like, all right, there's one in that car, and then they just mm. break into the trunk. Bummer. San Francisco says uh, car break-ins are up 32% this year. Oakland has seen a 27% increase in car break-ins this year over last. That's a big jump in one year. Mm-hmm. A lot well, of people start, store their car in the Bay Area, out um, of the Bay Area, drive yeah. BART to where their car is, and then drive it when yeah. they need it. Well, if, <laughs> I, just, I can't even imagine just leaving my car. Usually it would be like, all right, I'll just leave my car unlocked because I don't have to worry about it. Now, you know, having to leave your car unlocked like that because it's going to get broken. I'm I'm sure Oakland has a pretty good crime rate because those people are still angry they lost their football team again. (laughs) Damn right. Let's get a check on sports. Uh, Speaking of football, uh, we got some football action today. This update is brought to you by Fat Guys Fresh Deli in Meridian. Check out their menu, fatguysfreshdeli.com. Well, with COVID-19 cases surging nationally and games in the NFL being impacted by the pandemic again, there are some college football teams that are going to be playing in some pretty high-profile games that are a little concerned as well. Alabama has decided to return to its safety protocols from a year ago as they prepare to take part in the college football playoff. Crimson Tide coach Nick Saban said that the team is back to wearing masks in the facility and social distancing during meetings. He also noted that more than 90% of his players are vaccinated and have received their booster shots. He definitely is concerned about it. Players did practice on Monday. They get a few days off to spend time with their families before they return and then travel to Texas uh, on December 26th where they get ready to play Cincinnati. So Nick Saban has basically decided, hey, look, we don't want to have a problem like the Los Angeles Rams or the Cleveland Browns or what looks like now the Kansas City Chiefs with COVID coming in and wiping out a number of their starters who wouldn't be able to play in the bowl game, we're, they're going to take their COVID precautions more seriously now so that they don't have a problem when the playoff begins. Smart? Probably. <laughs> I mean, if you don't want to get hosed, you start taking it serious now. Yeah. Anybody who thinks masks don't work, you can fight with Nick Saban about it, okay? I don't want to have that conversation. It'll make you run laps. <laughs> or more. Or, or, yeah, or bleachers. KBOI News Time 717. Time for the Morning Market Report. Powered by CapEd Credit Union. 
keeping you informed about your money before the market opens. Sponsored by Tree City Advisors. On News Talk, KBOI, Boise. Jeremiah Bates with us once again uh, this morning. Got some uh, interesting data. Uh, talking about uh, finishing possibly on a f- positive note when you look back at history on the Dow, even though we've uh, had uh, kind of a crappy, what, five of the last six trading days on the stock market? Yeah, it's it's interesting. I mean, we talked about the Santa rally last week. Of course, that hasn't come into fruition, clearly, um, considering the narrative around the Omicron variant and concerns, which is obviously there. But historically, the next 11 days going into the month of December, if you go looking at the S&P 500 going back from 1950 to 2020, the next 11 days have a greater than 50% chance to finish higher. So now if we're looking at what's going on today, of course, future markets are up. I mean, giving back some of the lo- gaining back some of the losses that we experienced yesterday. You know, I think this is more of kind of a technical analysis thing in addition to, you know, maybe buying the dip. You got to think of, you know, people are on vacation right now. You have thinner trader volumes, but this is more of a story of support and resistance. So think of support is is a floor and resistance is the ceiling. So the S&P 500 has held this level of support which been which has been its 100-day moving average. So when we have seen these little bouts of volatility consistently, the S&P 500 hasn't dropped below its 100-day moving average and it, that certainly was the story yesterday which could indicate that investors on Wall Street are a little more bullish because if it drops below that number, then it kind of worries start to expand a bit because then the technicals aren't matching up. It's more of a trend following thing that we're seeing there. So it's we're seeing a buying of the dip. Volatility continues. I think that's going to be the theme. But it's going to be interesting if that data that historically the next 11 days, they, they finish higher. It's going to be interesting to see if that does hold up. So markets are going to do what the markets are going to do. One thing I did want to mention is... Idahoans who have who do not have benefits, health benefits through their employer or are not eligible for Medicaid or Medicare, the deadline to enroll through the um, through the exchange has been extended to December 22nd. So you still have time to get yourself enrolled in a in a health insurance plan. Just curious uh, because I saw that story about it being extended. What were the reasons for the extension? It's just uh, a bit of uh, up against the clock, lack of staffing, um, okay. just a huge influx flow of people trying to enroll, not being able to keep up with the demand. So that's why it was extended a little bit further because the old the old deadline was December 15th, got kicked out to December 22nd. Got it. Jeremiah, thank you uh, for the update. We'll get another update after the market's open here in just about four minutes from right now. Uh, looking good right now. Uh, up about 284 points on the Dow, uh, early trading. We'll get an update from you here in an hour and talk to you again tomorrow morning here on Newstalk KBOI. Thanks, gents. Download the 670 KBOI app for your smartphone for free. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. Seven forty one two zero eight three three six thirty seven hundred. President Joe Biden uh, will uh, give a talk to the nation later today on COVID. I hope that it's a little more uplifting message than what he it, gave I yesterday. It, I doubt if it will be. I mean, it's supposed to be on Omicron, right? Yeah. Uh, yesterday, 
for unvaccinated, this is a quote from the president, for unvaccinated, we are looking at a winter of severe illness and death. Merry Christmas! Now is the winter of our discount tents. If you're unvaccinated for themselves, their families, and the hospitals, they'll soon overwhelm. But there's good news. If you're vaccinated and you had your booster shot, you're protected from severe illness and death, period. The rest of you are going to die. Very nice holiday message that we got from the president there. Or at least the odds are more against you. The first death of Omicron has happened in the United States. Happened in Texas yesterday. The Omicron, uh, as it has in other countries, is proven to be way, way, way more uh, easily spread than any of the other variants so far. Um, Reports are that it is increasing at a rate of about doubling every three days. It's up 600% since last month. It is now in just a couple of weeks. It has taken over as the number one variant over Delta here in uh, the United States. However, it's not really killing people, is it? Well, the first one died yesterday. Well, one. Okay. Of of Omicron died yesterday. Um, The fear is that uh, not necessarily that, well, unless you listen to the president, because he said that, you know, if you don't get vaccinated, you're going to die. It's a winter of death and illness. This is such happy music. <laughs> well, I just wanted to make sure that you know we didn't play some nice, cheery Christmas music to go with that ominous message from the president. Well, you know, some things are serious, I guess. Yeah. Um, so, once again, he'll make an announcement a little bit later today to talk about this. Um, he's getting some criticism because he announced that he was going to make the announcement on Tuesday, last Friday. And people were saying, well, if this is really serious, why are you waiting until Tuesday to make this special announcement? I guess we'll find out later today what seems that special like a, announcement is. Seems like a valid question, though, doesn't it? Yeah. So, once again, the big concern here is, and I'm, and I'm not trying to scare you, is that, you know, with the Omicron, people can still get sick and overwhelm the hospitals, which is, you know, kind of where we were at earlier this yeah. year. So, it's what we'd like to avoid. We yeah. Even, and, and that's saying, even if it is. Proving out where it's still too early. Like I said, it's only been in the United States for a couple of weeks yet. Um, so we don't know what's going to be happening on this. As it looks as of right now, it looks like it is, you know, much easier spread, but might be a little less dangerous than, say, the Delta variant is. Knock on wood, and hopefully that will be the case. It just sucks that we're dealing with this right now. Christmas time again, <clears throat> as everybody spreads out across the nation to visit family members. If that's probably the reason why he's doing it today, yeah. as opposed to doing it last week. Is so many more people are traveling this week to see loved ones. Maybe the message gets through a little better. But honestly, I don't know why he bothers. <laughs> if you haven't got vaccinated by now, you're not going to. 208-336-3700-pounds-670 on your Verizon wireless. Now I it's serious. Thank you. Now, yeah. I didn't know it was so serious before. <laughs> Um, uh, I think he's upset also because he thought that, you know, that he would have, he said that he would have this cleared up by Christmas this year. And obviously it's not cleared up and getting worse again. 
Dow futures up 304 points, or not futures, now the Dow is up 304 points after the opening. Time for a final check on what's going on with sports this morning. A lot of sports still going on, believe it or not, NFL going on. We got local sports here going on with football. It's brought to you by Fat Guys, Fresh Deli, and Meridian. So, first and foremost, most players, after their collegiate careers are over, they, of course, want to go play professionally. One of the Broncos, though, says, no, I'm not worried about that. Riley Wimpy has been one of the top tacklers every season he's played at Boise State. This year, he's number two on the squad with 71. The Bronco linebacker, though, has decided that the Arizona Bowl will be his last game. I've done what I've needed to do, and I've learned the things that I've needed to learn. You know, this was a big decision for me, and so through prayer, I was able to come to this decision. And I feel like just understanding that God has a plan for me has has allowed me to be at peace and to take this decision a lot easier than you know some, some guys may have when they have decided to hang up the fleets. Wimpy has 287 tackles in his Bronco career, leaving him just 13 from 300. Bob Beeler, 670 KBOI. There are two NFL football games to complete this week's NFL games. They were postponed due to COVID. Uh, Both games will play at 5 o'clock local time. It'll be the Washington football team taking on the Philadelphia Eagles and your Seattle Seahawks against the L.A. Rams. By the way, we normally air those games Today, the Seahawks will air on our sister station, KTIK 93.1 FM. Uh, You'll be able to hear it on their AM station as well. But again, we will stick with normal programming today. But if you're looking for the Seahawks game, that's where you'll be able to find it. KBOI News Time is 747. Today from 10 to 1, it's Dan Bongino. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. Both the president and I are vaxxed, and uh, did you get the booster? Yes. I got it, too. Okay, so... Um... Oh, don't, 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 no, no. <laughs> That's all. There's a very tiny group over there. So you heard some members of the crowd booing there, and this was at a pro-Trump event where Bill O'Reilly has been on a tour with the former president. And look, we've seen this at Trump rallies before, where his supporters are booing the fact that he is getting a booster or vaccinated. Anna, this speaks to the exact problem here with uh, which Americans, to a large degree, are still very resistant to getting these boosters or the vaccine in the first place. Well, hopefully his supporters let it sink in and go get boosted or go get that first vaccine. Did his supporters not hear when Biden said, if you're unvaccinated, we're going to be entering a winter of illness and death? See, see if, if, you, if you make your life on purpose, if you design your life so that, that it's binary that you only follow everything that's the opinion of one side of the uh, political spectrum or the other, then, uh, you know, get ready to just be a follower your whole life because, you know, if, if, if somebody in your party suggests something, chances are you better go along with it. It's just and funny. You, you, can, you can be a conservative and still be vaccinated, by the way. It's just funny, you know, that... Just mentioning that Trump got his booster shot and people boo. <laughs> it's just, I mean, really? He got a booster shot. Boo, he did it for you're well, yeah. trying, to, trying to protect your own health. Boo. <laughs> it's just the craziness of what is going on in, in our country right now. I mean, hey, look, it, it, you can you can feel what your opinion is uh, about sh- the vaccines, you know, all you want, but booing somebody else for getting a booster just. Seems a little ridiculous. What what effect is that going to have on you? 
I mean, uh, come on. Let's see. One, two, none. <laughs> none, right? That's what my count reaches, yeah. Uh, Idle Boy wrote in. Uh, I can't respond back to him, so I will uh, because of the way he sent it in through our website. Uh, email Mike at KBY.com. If you wouldn't mind, Mike, what was the article you read uh, about OSHA pushing something out to January uh, 10th? I caught the tail end. What you read didn't quite get the subject. I was clearing frost from my windows. Um, the article comes from uh, Idaho Press Tribune, so if you want to check it out, you can uh, check it out there, either online or you can pick up. What, it, what do they call those things when you go to the store? And you, Oh, a newspaper. That's right. When's the last time you picked up a newspaper? I remember. Uh, let's see. Uh, probably when I was about 16, because that's when I stopped delivering them. That's the last time you actually picked up a newspaper to read? No. Oh. No, I, I basically, I, I just haven't picked one up in the last two or three years. So yeah, I was going to say the same thing. I, I uh, My eyesight isn't so great, so I have to read everything online anyway. Uh, 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. We'll get to more of your phone calls and emails. Uh, also still on the way for you this morning, uh, one of the things that we told you we're going to talk about, got the uh, Arizona Bowl. It's turning out to be a little controversial with uh, some of the articles that have been uh, written, even by uh, articles of well, uh, people should... right here in Boise, Idaho, for the past uh, couple I, of days. I guess that uh, people can boycott the TV broadcast. Oh, wait. <laughs> we'll talk more about that. Get your thoughts on, uh, you know, cancel culture. Should we be canceling this bowl game, as some has suggested, because of things that the owner of Barstool Sports has uh, said about a decade ago. Talk more about that right now. As promised, Christmas in color. Expo Idaho, 208-336-3700 pounds, 670 on your Verizon wireless. We've got a pair of passes for you right now, $45 value. You can go see some absolutely fabulous Christmas lights. Uh, Color number six, 208-336-3700. Get 670KBOI on Alexa. First say, Alexa, enable the 670KBOI skill. Then when you want to listen, say, Alexa, open 670KBOI. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. Congratulations going out to Madonna Smith. Color number six picked up Christmas in color. We'll have another uh, set of those Passes to give away before 10 o'clock. On the way in 20 minutes, another prize to win. $50 Granny C's gift certificate for a Casper and Chris Damn Near Impossible Question. Brought to you by Berkshire Hathaway Home Services, Silverhawk Realty. Our question today, what was the first song ever played on the radio? Your hint, it was a Christmas song. And another hint, Paul J. Snyder played it on the radio. <laughs> and it was played live, too. Yeah. Uh, if you know the answer, stick around. 20 minutes from now, you can get that $50 gift certificate. Ben Shapiro this afternoon at 1. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. Email chris at kboi.com, mike at kboi.com. You can call us toll free, also 1-800-529-5264. They were just talking about the uh, quote that Biden had earlier this week about the winter of severe illness and death coming for unvaccinated. Somebody just put a uh, meme up on uh, Facebook. says, winter is coming, unvaxxed peasants. And then it has uh, Biden dressed up as the White Walkers. From... Gotcha. <laughs> Gee, I didn't see that coming. <laughs> it's actually very well done. By that, I mean the meme, not winter. Yeah, the, the yeah. meme. The meme was very well done. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, meanwhile, Navy officials have begun terminating 5,731 active duty sailors who remain unvaccinated two weeks after the established deadline. News comes as the Army announced it is going to axe 3,800 unvaccinated soldiers beginning in January after the Air Force already has discharged 27 service members who have received the vaccine order so far. Just, just 27? And that's all that they've kicked out officially so far. They've just begun starting to uh, go through and kick out anybody who has not now, did they get been vaccinated. Uh, and they, they, the 27 are who have, are gone already. Do they get an honorable discharge? Um, I'm not sure. In some cases, it depends on what which military that I think you're in. Navy officials uh, had announced that unvaccinated officers and enlisted sailor, sailors that are eligible to retire or leave the service before June 1st of next year will be allowed to do so with an honorable discharge. Yeah, But I'm guessing that means that if you are not... You don't have enough service time in. If you're not, you know, able to retire or to leave the service before next year, then you won't get an honorable discharge, right? Possibly. Army officials said that more than 3,800 soldiers, nearly 2% of the military branch active duty force, had flatly refused to get at least one dose of the mandatory COVID-19 vaccine as of last week's deadline and could be fired as early as next month. Marine Corps Commandant General David Berger was adamant that the military is not bluffing when it comes to enforcing the direct order of the vaccine requirement. So far, there are 4,700 in the Air Force, 3,000 members in the Marine Corps, and 2,700 in the Navy who have requested religious exemptions. It's very rarely in the military given. According to data released so far by the branches, none of the requests have yet been approved because you know as we pointed out there are very few religions in uh, the world that have any rule whatsoever about vaccinations and as we all know the military is kind of stickler mm-hmm. for you know having people follow orders because you follow orders or people die so no, there's not going to be there's not going to be a I, lot of lee room on this i don't believe in the military and it's showing as of right now that think there's I, not May have heard Jack Nicholson say that in a movie once. <laughs> uh, I know that dealt, you know, mainly with the Marine Corps. You want me on that walk? <laughs> you need me on that wall. Uh, that'd be funny if a, you had a piece of art that was talking to you. You want me on your wall? <laughs> uh, another reminder here uh, for you, and and I mean, it goes without saying that you shouldn't drink or drive, but here and it, this began last weekend. It will continue through the first of the year. Uh, another reason not to drink and drive, Idaho State Troopers uh, have increased their patrol with emphasis on driving under the influence. Uh, began last weekend uh, in Ada and Canyon County. They arrested 34 people who have uh, been alleged to be driving under the influence just over the last weekend alone. Um, so they are, once again, increasing patrols looking for people who are driving under the influence, here's, keep that in mind throughout the holidays. By the way, here's a uh, a question for you: If if you were a uh, a traffic policeman, would you stake out a very popular bar and just follow anybody who leaves the place? <sighs> if you were told that you had to uh, make more. Uh, DUI stops and, and possibly arrests. I, I, I don't think I would give up on my regular duties just to do that because you also don't know you could be falling for the designated decoy. 
Ah. <laughs> You've heard that joke before, right? No, I haven't. You've actually. never heard that one? No. It's like a uh, guy pulls out of the uh, parking lot of a bar and he starts swerving a little bit. Police officer had been there watching for your drunk drivers possibly leaving the bar and uh, pulls him over and gives him a field sobriety test. Stone cold sober. Stone cold sober, gives him a breathalyzer. Nothing shows up on the breathalyzer. And he's like, uh, he goes, I don't understand that. I could have swore you were drunk. And he goes, well, you you got me. I was the designated decoy. Everybody else took (laughs) off the other way. (laughs) I get the concept. I've just never heard of people doing that before. (laughs) You, sacrifice yourself. I'm curious. Well, and... You know what? If you're if you're a uh, patrol officer, yeah, um, is this something you do or would do? Do you stake out the places where you think yeah. people are about to, you know, break any particular law? I've never really thought about it, but once you brought it up, it's like you know, if you're going to go fishing, you want to go to the fishing holes where you have the best chance of catching fish, right? Yeah, exactly. So if you're on you know a designated patrol for DUI. You'd want to go to the fishing hole where you'd have a chance you know, to catch the most fish, and and that's how they describe pulling over people in uh, in traffic in any situation, whether it's in town or on the freeway. They say that it's like fishing; you're not going to catch all of them, but you are going to catch a yeah. few. Um, yeah, I'm curious if you want to share that two zero eight three three six thirty seven hundred. I understand if you want to be completely anonymous, you can do that by emailing us. Uh, we won't share your name, Mike at kby dot com or Chris at kby dot com. Coming up here next, don't go away. We have a $50 gift certificate, uh, some great goodies, pastries, cakes. You got uh, pies, all sorts of stuff you can use for holiday get-togethers from Granny C's. You have a chance to win that with our Casper and Chris. Damn near impossible question. It's on the way next after Bronco Sports Today. Listen to KBOI online. Go to KBOI.com and click the Listen Live button. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. All right, $50 gift certificate to Granny C's. That'll get you a lot of delicious goodies if you're able to answer our Casper and Chris. Damn your impossible question today, brought to you by Berkshire Hathaway Home Services, Silverhawk Realty. And Richard, you're going to get the first crack at our question today. What was the very first song ever played on the radio? We just need the title. That's it. What was the very first song ever played? Uh, the answer is Oh Holy Night. Oh Holy Night. That's correct. Christmas right. Eve, 1906. Paul J. Snyder played Oh Holy Night right here oh, on KB. He, oh. he did not. No? I. <laughs> If he's listening this morning, I'm going to hear from him a little bit later today. Congratulations. You got yourself a $50 Granny C's gift card. Oh, holy night. Christmas Eve in 1906. And as Chris uh, said a little bit earlier, it was back in the day when they, uh, you know, did things live on the radio. So we got that $50 gift certificate all for you. Hang on the line. We'll get some information from you. Uh, Don't worry if you didn't get through. We still have another one to give away tomorrow. Another one to give away on Christmas Eve. We will be here. Um, no, not on Christmas Eve. We will be here tomorrow and Thursday. I'm losing track of which day it today. Today is first day of spring. Tomorrow is Festivus. No, is no. that correct? First or day, first day of winter. Um, and then tomorrow uh, is Festivus. Festivus for the rest of us. Festivus for the rest of us. Is that right? Twenty. It's either tomorrow or Thursday. I'm going to have to look that yeah. up again. For those of you who celebrate Festivus. Believe me, I've, I've never bothered to memorize that. No. No. You know, you don't want to do feats of strength or airing of the grievances in your family? I didn't say I wouldn't like to go. I just said I'd never bother to go. <laughs> 
I like the idea of putting up a pole instead of a tree. (laughs) You know, it would make things easier, wouldn't it? Yeah, <laughs> so much easier instead of putting up you get a, a, you get a good pole this year. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's uh, straight up and down. So yeah, two zero eight three three six thirty seven hundred pounds six seventy on your Verizon wireless. Our phone lines are open if you want to get through this morning, participate in the uh, show. We encourage that. You can also email Chris at kboi dot com, Mike at kboi dot com. Uh, you can also send us an instant message or text us. Same as our main number two zero eight three three six thirty seven hundred. Drive home live and local with Nate Shellman this afternoon at 3. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. The Boise State football team is in a tough spot being slotted to go to the Arizona Bowl because this year the Arizona Bowl is the most controversial postseason game in the nation. Not because of the teams or the stadium, but because of its sponsor, Barstool Sports. On the sports and entertainment website, it's hard to think of something terrible that you can't find associated with it. The Idaho Statesman reports last year it launched a podcast whose initials spelled out the N-word. Early on, it featured a nude photo of a one-and-a-half-year-old child with commentary about the size of his genitalia. Host have made sexual comments about minor girls. Its founder faced controversy as recently as November for allegedly subjecting women to violent and humiliating sex acts using racial slurs and violating labor laws, among other things. So concern has been building over uh, the sponsor, Boise State's University upcoming bowl game, Arizona Bowl. It's going to be broadcast solely by the sponsor, Barstool Sports, online. It's not going to be shown on television. Now, originally I thought, oh, okay, this is, you know, maybe the sign of the times that, you know, they, they don't want to have television on this and they want to build up their website. Um, turns out that's not exactly uh, true. CBS, which has broadcast the Arizona Bowl uh, last year and has done so since 2017, declined to carry the bowl game this year because Barstool Sports was the sponsor. Mm. That was the reason, huh? That was the reason. This will be the first bowl game, college football bowl game, in at least 40 years that will not be shown on traditional television, cable, or satellite TV channels. And how lucky are we? We get to have a team in there. <laughs> so I, I'm going to put this out. It is I, I don't know at, at this particular instance, and I've said this numerous times, I go to sports not for the politics. I, I go to the sports for an escape. And I was looking forward to this game because Boise now, State didn't play in a game last year. Now me, I go just for the politics. Just for the politics? Yeah. I mean, if if they'd stop playing that silly game and just sit down and have a real discussion, that would <laughs> really put the rear ends in the seats, wouldn't it? Well, here we have a chance to have a real discussion about this and your thoughts. You know, there are some people that have said Boise State should never have agreed to play in this bowl game, which I think is total, you know, yeah. poppycock I mean, in my personal opinion. Basically, you you don't choose which bowl game you go to. You get invited and uh, you can either take it or leave it most yeah. of the time. And and if you turn it down, the there's that doesn't mean oh they turned that one down. Well, let's make sure and make sure we get Boise State, you know, or in this case Central Michigan because Central Michigan is going through the uh, same thing here. There's controversy at Central Michigan University with the involvement of bar uh, barstool sports. Um, they drew concerns at a December seventh academic senate meeting at which faculty members worried it would send a mixed message to prospective students of Central Michigan University conflicting with the university's efforts to support victims of sexual assaults and other stances. 
it's interesting to me. And until just a few minutes ago, I did not know uh, what bar barstool sports did. And, you know, I didn't know about their website or anything. I just, I had heard that uh, they were the sponsor of the bowl, but I didn't have any desire to find out anything else <laughs> about them because it's like, okay, fine. I just think of it as the Arizona bowl. Tucson.com reported in August that the local commu uh, county commissioners had voted to pull nearly $40,000 in funding for the game and have the county's name withdraw from the game's website. Commissioners cited statements by Barstool Sports founder Dave Portnoy, including a 2010 social media post that said, and I'm quoting here, though I never condone rape, if you're a size six wearing skinny jeans, you kind of deserve to be raped, right? Unquote. Well, that's charming, isn't it? Yeah. Real nice. Now, you had mentioned something right here um, just before I read that quote. You had no idea what Barstool Sports was until yeah. this controversy. No, it's true. And to be fair, I still haven't even looked it up, so uh, I don't know if you, if you bet or what. Is it a betting thing? Uh, I think it's a, it's a podcast. They've got oh. various other things. It's a website. pod. They, do their, they have daily podcasts. But they're just wacky, huh? Or they think they're wacky. Yeah, they think they're wacky. A spokesman uh, for the bowl game said, before we signed Barstool, we vetted it with our conference partners, with the MAC and the Mountain West and the NCAA, to make sure everyone was fully on board with the partnership. That included meetings with the conf conference presidents. We got full approval from all three. So it, it sounds like Barstool was vetted, and they said that the website was perfectly fine, but people have problems with the CEO and founder, Dave Portney, because of comments that he made yeah. a decade ago. I, in I, which I, would not, I would not boycott or cancel the game because of it. And I'm not planning to go, but if I had tickets to Tucson, I would not cash them in. I would go. Yeah. And here's the thing. You, you can... I was going to say, it's perfectly fine to think this. If you don't think this, you know, it's probably ridiculous that you don't. Um, but he, what he said was reprehensible 10 years ago about rape. True. I mean, it's absolutely reprehensible. And I don't think there's anybody, at least I hope that there would be nobody on this listening to this radio station that would call, call in and say, no, that's perfectly fine if you say that. I had an argument with a guy about 20 years ago who was uh, elderly and uh, was informing me that uh, if women wore short, short skirts, they had it coming. And I was trying to explain to them that, no, no, they don't. Nobody has that coming. Right. Text message uh, in says, Portney launched the fundraising effort called the Barstool, Barstool Fund in December of 2020 with a nonprofit 30-day fund for small businesses impacted by the pandemic and contributed half a million dollars of his own money toward the effort. It has since raised more than $41 million for 443 local businesses. That sounds pretty good. Does that balance out what he said 10 years ago? Does that make it any better than what he said? It doesn't make it worse. Here's the other thing. If you start, I mean, if, if this, you know, you do cancel culture with a bowl game like this over the CEO of the sponsor. Here's a question. Then you better be ready to look into every single other bowl game and Here's be ready to cancel those bowl games also. 
here's a good general question, and, and I ask this on behalf of this guy and Kevin Hart and a whole bunch of other people that uh, had to curtail their activities because of something they said years ago. Uh, do or would let's say let's say that you're one of the people who wants to get rid of anybody who's you know has ever uttered a, a bad comment. Would you uh, accept it if they said, "Oh, I'm sorry about that. That was a long time ago. I didn't mean it then, and I can see now how it was wrong. So I apologize." Would you say, "Okay, fine, let's move on then," or would you just say, "No, you said this, and and you're reprehensible, and that's all there is to that." I think you can uh, move on and still think what they said, you know, 11 years ago was reprehensible. Well, especially if they take it back. And, yeah. you know, it's, oh, I take that back. I, you know, blah, blah, blah. Didn't uh, didn't realize uh, who I was hurting when I was saying that or whatever. You yeah. Know, whatever your apology would entail. Interesting take from uh, Kirk on uh, Facebook. Kraft is owned by Philip Morris, a tobacco company. For the Kraft Fight Hunger Bowl, GoDaddy has a history of sexism and sponsors a bowl game. I think we are pointing fingers for the sakes of doing so at this point. Also, the NCAA had to sign off on this. That's true. You can they, find something. You can find something somebody doesn't like about probably every sponsor. I don't think the participants in this game should be held accountable for celebrating their success. If the barstool doesn't do a good job of hosting this game in a classy way, they'll pay the price. Let them hang themselves and leave BSU and uh, Western Michigan out of this conversation. I, I totally agree with that. It could be an organic cancellation. Yeah. I, I mean, where do, you, where do you go with this? You can, you can think what he said. Absolutely horrible. But does it make a difference? Are you going to watch it? There's, there's a question to ask because of the controversy surrounding this. Are you going to watch it? No, I was going to watch it anyway. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless. Your thoughts? We'll take them coming up next. Need to take a break? Get a final check on traffic and weather. For your Google Play, simply say, hey, Google, play 670 KBOI. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. Talking this morning about concern building over the controversial sponsor of the uh, Boise State University's upcoming bowl game, the Arizona Bowl, Barstool Sports. Only place you're going to be able to watch that is uh, online. You can, of course, listen to it for free here on 670 KBOI. Mm -hmm, That's a good point. Your thoughts on uh, the controversy surrounding this? Uh, there are some people that think Boise State should have never agreed to play in the bowl game. There are others who believe that the Mountain West and Boise State did a bad job, well, in Central Michigan, for that matter, a bad job of vetting this. I, I will say this. <laughs> um, as much as you hate this, and we've talked about this before, the only bad publicity is no publicity. As Chris, you mentioned, you had yeah. not even had any idea what Barstool Sports was uh, mm-hmm. and, you know until this kind of happened it, man how many millions of dollars in publicity are are they getting the, for this absolutely free because people are up in arms about it well i mean they they are still sponsoring the bowl game which costs a lot of money but uh, yeah they're getting more than their money's worth um our very own tom scott who does the scotsland here on 670 kboi talked about this yesterday 
Props to the Idaho Statesman for its editorial on the ills of barstool sports and bad on me for not knowing more about the sponsor of the Arizona Bowl. All I really knew about barstool was some of its ridiculous and inflammatory tweets. I hadn't taken the time to make myself aware of its background of racism, sexism, and dismissal of sexual harassment and sexual exploitation. Maybe the question now shouldn't be, how will the Arizona Bowl do as a streamed football game, but how will it do without eyeballs? Rather than trying to figure out how to see it, maybe much of the country country will boycott it. Maybe it's time for Boise State and Central Michigan to just play this game and not worry about how many people will watch it. Maybe it's time for Bronco Nation to get this one from Bob Beeler and Pete Cavender on the radio. Here, here. You should get that anyway. I I gotta go along with what he said there about uh, well, about the radio part. Here's the thing. He he apologized because he didn't know more about Barstool Sports and it hadn't occurred to him to even look into them same as it hadn't with me. As we mentioned, if you start to look into and want to cancel bowl games based on their sponsors and things that they've done in history, if you you're find, if you're you complaining for everybody, yeah, yeah, if you're complaining about this bowl game wanting it canceled because of its sponsor, what about the Jimmy Kimmel Bowl? <laughs> I mean, think about it. Here's well, a guy. See, he's he's made a few jokes over the years, hasn't he? Yeah, I mean, he's a guy who had bikini-clad women jumping up and down on uh, trampoline. Oh, the, the man show, I forgot. On the man that. show. He had a segment on that show asking women to reach into his pants pockets and tell him what they felt. Now, granted, this was years ago, but the comments that the owner, CEO, made were also years ago. So, I mean, if you're complaining about sexist, misogynists. And granted, yes, they were jokes. They were on an entertainment show. But if you're going to do that, Jimmy Kimmel is a sponsor of the Jimmy Kimmel Bowl. Yeah, true. I mean, get, get in line. Do you, do you need to cancel that bowl game, too? Or should the Mountain West have not played in that bowl game? Utah State beating Oregon State last weekend? I know uh, uh, Al Franken. You know, I, I know there are a lot of people who don't like Al Franken. Some people, you know, adored him. Uh, there, there are various comments, but I still don't think that he should have resigned over a picture of him goofing off in front of, uh, you know, basically, essentially, what was a supermodel at the time, uh, I guess, and and on an airplane. I mean, he was a comedian. He was doing something that was, uh, you know, usual comic fare at the time, and by the time he was in Congress, I mean, he had completely changed. Uh, he had changed uh, what he did for a living. He had changed his attitude toward mm-hmm. things, and and it was it was a different you know it was a different time. It was a different job. Two zero eight three three six thirty seven hundred pounds six seventy on your Verizon wireless. You need to take a break. News coming up here at the top of the hour. But your thoughts has this changed the way you think? A great one, Mark Levin tonight at seven. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris live and local on News Talk KBOI. The Boise State football team is in a tough spot being slotted to go to the Arizona Bowl because this year the Arizona Bowl is the most controversial postseason game in the nation. Not because of the teams or the stadium, but because of its sponsor, Barstool Sports. On the sports and entertainment website, it's hard to think of something terrible that you can't find associated with it. The Idaho Statesman reports last year it launched a podcast whose initials spelled out the N-word. Early on, it featured a nude photo of a -a one-and-a-half-year-old child with commentary about the size of his genitalia. Hosts have made sexual comments about minor girls 
Its founder faced controversy as recently as November for allegedly subjecting women to violent and humiliating sex acts, using racial slurs and violating labor laws, among other things. 208 336 pounds 670 on your Verizon Wireless. Toll-free 1-800-529-5264. Is this just a big to-do about nothing? That's I, wouldn't right. call it, I wouldn't call it nothing necessarily, but uh, it's more, I mean, it, you know, saying those things is not a crime. It's just rude. Do they deserve to be canceled? Does he deler- deserve... For rudeness, for yeah, for uh, to lose the sponsorship of the bowl game or not be able to host college football teams because of something that, that he has said in uh, in a tweet be, ten years ago. Again, that should be up to the bowl game committee, who can and who cannot sponsor. In in this particular case, with this particular bowl, uh, the fact that it's it's not one of the major bowls, they probably took the first sponsor who offered them money. Well, apparently NCAA says that they vetted them completely. Mountain West, Mac also said they yeah, were well, they were they, vetted as a sponsorship, well, and, and they they found out they weren't crooked, just rude. How's that? Yeah, um, you know. So at, at what point? I mean, if all the the people who have participated and put the bowl games together, and the people who were playing with it, you know, all vetted and said, all right, you know, because I first of all, what he said is reprehensible. I mean, there's no way, and I'm not giving this as a challenge out there, by the way, um, that you can support what he had said nearly 11 years ago. Um, For those of you, in case you miss it, Dave Portnoy, who is uh, the BarstoolSports.com founder on a social media post back in 2010, said, quoting here, though I never condone rape, if you're a size 6 and wearing skinny jeans, you kind of deserve to be raped, right? Unquote. I mean, that's, that's A, that's rude, and B, it's stupid. And C, not even true. Uh, Sabrina writes in, as you most likely have heard, global pedophile rings are being exposed and you are a part of this. Anyone who spends their time, money, and energy on this game is complicit in crimes against children. Pay attention. Now, yeah, see, that's a, that's I, a pretty big leap. I had not heard anything also, about uh, also, pedophile rings being involved with barstool yeah, sports. Neither had I, and I also don't agree with it. You know, if you if you have a link to that story where they're involved in a pedophile ring, please share that because that's new information. Yeah, if I watch a football game, I am not involved in a pedophile ring just because of that. Us talking about it on News Talk, KBOI, asking opinions of people <laughs> doesn't mean we're a part of a global pedophile ring. No, it does not. Or even a local one. Thank you for the email and your opinion, though. Text message, no name on this one, says four words. Lack of, I think I think he put in too many, more than four words. He said lack of, lack of due diligence, but I just think he meant the four words were lack of due diligence. Yeah, I have to agree with that. But but yeah, I mean, they, they, they said they vetted this, this company, and uh, if they were looking for the sorts of things that have come out since then, then uh, no, they didn't vet it very well, did they? Or maybe they vetted it and said, well, this wouldn't necessarily stop us from taking their money. Exactly. Which, by the way, is you know just as green as anybody else's. But uh, I do understand that you want you know somebody prestigious. You want somebody that's a, a you know a, a clean name, if possible, to be the main sponsor of your game. On the other hand, like I said, the Arizona Bowl, you kind of take what you can get for the most part. And they were vetted 
they're not doing anything illegal. They're not doing anything crooked. They, they have a CEO who says, you know, dumb things or has in the past. But I think that still passes uh, being vetted. He's a jerk, but, you know, he's not a murderer. It's that sort of thing. No laws against being a jerk, right? If there was, you and I would probably be in jail. <laughs> Tracy writes in, uh, every corporate sponsor is controversial in some yeah, way. In some way, to somebody. Yeah. Sorry to burst the fake bubble. Um, Kristen says, uh, West Virginia University's head basketball coach is having Barstool and uh, Dave Portney there as his annual event that raises money for cancer. Yeah, Barstool is the enemy. <laughs> uh, Mike writes in, Barstool little... single-handedly kept small businesses live during COVID, raising millions of dollars. Stop making everything political and move on. There you go. I mean, they do good things and bad things. Mm-hmm. And like I said, what, what he said was reprehensible. And I don't think in any way, shape, or form there is anybody out there that can come to his defense and say, well, I get, I get his point. If you look at, yeah. if you look at it his, from his standpoint, what he said wasn't necessarily that bad. There's ever, no way you can look at that and say it's not horrible. Nobody ever thinks it's fair to be completely judged by a bad moment that you had at some point in life. However... You are judged by that, and that's just the way life is. Uh, Bob writes in, morning, guys. I'm boycotting the potato bowl this afternoon because it has a white russet in the logo. No Redskins or Yukon Golds to be seen. Yeah, I was the one who said that uh, the Washington Redskins should keep their name and just change their logo to a potato. (laughs) Would people see through that, I wonder? I don't know. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. Will this make a difference, how you partake in the game? Because like I said, there is a very easy way. If this bothers you in any way, way, shape, or form, News Talk KBOI will be carrying the entire game. You'll be able to hear it right here on 670 KBOI. As a matter of fact, it will begin with five hours of pregame next week. So if this bothers you in any way, shape, or form, Guess what? You don't have to partake in anything Barstool Sports has. You don't have to go on their website. You don't have to watch the game if you want to, you know, give your own personal cancel culture to this particular problem, if you view it as a problem. It's, It's kind of an individual choice, like most everything in America, as we have discussed many, many times. And your your choice is uh, you can support it, or you can boycott it, or you can ignore it, or you can uh, not care one way or the other. But there are people who boycott, uh, you know, Chick Fil A and and uh, what's the hobby place? You know, uh, the big one. Anyway, Hobby Lobby, Hobby that Lobby, one? right? Yeah. Uh, th- th- they boycott those things, and and there are, you know there are people who boycott Disney, and and on and on and on and on. And then there are other people who probably assume they're just too busy to boycott anything hey i i uh, selectively boycott like chick-fil-a i boycott them on sundays <laughs> refuse to go there on sundays uh kent wrote in on uh, something email that we were talking about earlier this morning when we uh, talked about how people who are in the bay area both oakland and san francisco this is going on are now to stop people from breaking into their cars breaking out windshields and going through their cars are now leaving their windshields rolled down, their windows rolled down, not their windshields, their windows rolled down, and they are unlocking their trunk and leaving their trunks open. 
Now, they're emptying out their car, cleaning out their car so that people, right. there's nothing in there they can steal. But the problem is people assume that, you know, people had their cars locked, were hiding something, and then there was something valuable. So they were breaking out car windows, you know, and if anybody's ever replaced a car window, you're talking somewhere in the neighborhood of 400 to $1,000 to replace every time it happens. Doesn't take too many times before the insurance company goes, wait a minute, we're not going to keep replacing this. We're going to drop you from your insurance and you, or you just, you know, pay for it by yourself. So they've, they've had people that are just starting to leave the trunks of their car open and uh, leaving their windows down so that See, that's weird, robbers can just go into the car as, you know, like they want. They can, they can just check it out like it's a buffet. Yeah. Uh, Kent said, uh, you can stop this lawlessness, lawlessness in our cities uh, by a very easy way, by shooting the hoodlums in the act. Barbaric? Not any more so than letting these punks ravage our personal property and businesses without consequence time we take back our streets. Yeah, and you can't solve it that way. No. People have tried to solve it that way forever, and it just keeps happening. The uh, unfortunate part about that thing is if you do do that, get it? Do do that. Uh, if you do that, you're going to be going to jail along, you know, with them. Assuming they live through it. Assuming they live through it, because it is, it is a crime. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless. We'll uh, take a uh, break. Still on the way for you this morning, by the way. We have some more winning Christmas in color coming your way. It's going on at Expo Idaho sometime here before 10 o'clock. Another chance for you to pick up your tickets. $40 value. Your car load of people can go through and enjoy a beautiful display of lights. You never even have to get out of your car. We'll have a chance for you to win coming up here shortly. So uh, get that speed dial locked in at 208-336-3700. Pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. Our phone lines are open if you want to talk. Go ahead and uh, call us right now. Or you can email us, Mike at KBY.com or Chris at KBY.com. Be a part of the show at 336-3700 or toll-free 1-800-529-KBOI. Now, back to Casper and Chris on News Talk KBOI. According to a Washington Post editorial, data from the Center for Systemic Peace finds the U.S. no longer technically qualifies as a democracy after the Trump administration years. It's somewhere between a democracy and an autocratic state. And, and you conclude that the U.S. is, quote, closer to civil war than any of us would like to believe. How close? Well, I've been studying civil wars for the last 30 years across the globe. And in fact, the last four years, I've been on a task force run by the CIA that tries to predict where outside the United States a civil war, political violence and instability is like to, like, likely to break out. And we actually know now that the two best predictors of whether violence is likely to happen are whether a country is an anocracy, and that's a fancy term for a partial democracy, and whether ethnic entrepreneurs have emerged in a country that are using racial, religious, or ethnic divisions to try to gain political power. And the amazing thing about the United States is that both of these factors currently exist, and they have emerged at a surprisingly fast rate. So now we have a civil war coming to worry about. Wasn't enough that Omicron was here. Now a civil war is on the way. However, it, it wouldn't be an organized one. You know, where <laughs> yeah. you've got your one army on one side and one army on the other. That, that's re- that's, it's not at that point. Wouldn't that be an uncivil war then rather than a civil war? Well, is, yeah, is any war really civil? <laughs> I mean, like, Exactly. 
pardon me, sir, but I need to kill you now. Uh, Lee wrote in. He says, there was a smash and rob in Meridian. Cars broken into near, it says Linden and Chendon. Is that Linder and Chendon? Anyway, uh, according to uh, Next Door Neighbor this morning, they took wallets, bought stuff at Fred Meyer, and were apprehended in another county. Well, that's good. Good. It's not good that it happened, but it's good that they yeah, were apprehended. good that they were apprehended, and I hope they sure. stay in jail for a very long, long time. <laughs> I just, I, I mean, stuff like that just bugs the heck out of me. And, and I don't know if it's it, it's something because of the holiday season going on right now or if this is something we're seeing more and more of here in the Treasure Valley. But, I mean, even on social media yesterday, and I shared a couple of them because one of them was my uh, friend who had uh, you know, a house broken into um, yeah. a, a builder, and we had mentioned this yesterday, and it was the second time that he has had a house built, broken into, and the same pickup truck was seen parked out front, and all the appliances in this brand new house they were building, and all the electrical outlets, light fixtures, everything like that, completely stripped out of the house. Really? Wow. And See, then that, that sounds like organized crime. Yeah, isn't it? yeah. Especially, especially the fact in the picture I showed, there is no license plate on the front. I'm sure on purpose so that it's harder to track who that is. So they take that off on purpose, um, you know. But there was other uh, another one. I, I actually there were two or three others yesterday that people shared on the Boise bench of break-ins, and both all every single post said, "Hey, be aware." Apparently, there's some robberies going on on the Boise yeah. bench, and then I, I read down, and there's somebody else saying, hey, we just had our house broken into, you know, everything was destroyed, and they took everything of, of value, um, be aware, and then right after that, and just down the street, somebody had said, our bike just got stolen off our front, front porch. Unfortunately... Um, Crime is an issue you have to deal with in a growing yeah. city. I don't know well, if it's and, worse and now true. than it ever has been well, or not. It probably is. It, it, it probably is simply because the the area is more populated than it ever has been. And when more and more people move into your area, they're probably going to be about the same percentage of complete jerks who do things like this. However, there will be more of them uh, because there are more people. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless. Tammy in Boise, thanks for being patient. Good morning. You're on News Talk KBOI. Oh, thank you. Uh, I was just going to talk about Dave Portnoy, who is the owner of Barstool Sports. Mm-hmm. And everything's always so negative today, but I wanted to say something positive about him. He started a nonprofit last year for small businesses. He contributed $500,000 of his own. So far, it's collected $41 million, and over 200 small businesses have been saved because of this money. So that's something positive about Barstool Sports, and I think we should take into consideration the positive over the negative. So there you go. (laughs) Thank you, Tammy, for uh, weighing in. Appreciate your opinion this morning. Thanks for calling in. Uh Uh-huh. Little David wrote in a text message, Barstool, nor its founder, has done anything illegal except isn't distributing a native, distributing a naked child, there we go, with uh, comments about his genitalia, a form of child pornography. Myself, I'm going to listen to Bob on KBY and not watch Barstool because I don't want to pay them for no other reason than I am cheap. So the political ramifications mean nothing. Do you have to pay to watch on their website? I don't believe so. Yeah. I mean, yes, it cost $100 a 
um, to stream the football game on Barstool Sports. You can listen to it for free on News Talk KBOI. Are you all of a sudden running for office? No. Just because you're doing the same tricks that they do. <laughs> just just say it. It's very expensive to watch the football game on Barstool Sports. It's free on News Talk KBOI. No, I believe you're correct. I believe it doesn't cost anything to uh, stream it. Plus, uh, as you know, Bob Beeler paints a much better mental picture than any reality. He really does. Sure. 208 336 pounds 670 on your Verizon wireless. We'll take a break. If you're on the line, stay right where we're at. We'll get to you coming up here after news. We've got emails to get through. We do have some lines open. If you want to get through and give us your thoughts right now, please do so. 208 336 pounds 670 on your Verizon wireless. Broadcasting from the Empire Title Studios, we are News Talk KBOI. Once again, phone lines are open. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless, 1-800-529-5264. Toll free. You can also uh, email us, mike at kby.com, chris at kby.com, or text us. Our text line same as our maiden number. Got a text uh, from Larry says, uh, Mike, an update on the prominent home theft you were talking about. That's the one where the uh, same pickup truck was spotted outside two of mm-hmm. uh, brand new homes that had uh, been completely cleared out. They have identified the thief and uh, hopefully an arrest will be coming soon. Nice. Good. That's the type of stuff we need to share because a lot of times you hear the things that happen. You don't necessarily hear that they have been found, arrested, thrown into uh, jail, don't get to enjoy Christmas, don't get a pass go, don't collect $200. So uh, thanks for the update, Larry. Appreciate that. Uh, Gary and Napa, good morning. You're on News Talk KBOI. Yeah, these people in San Francisco or wherever it is that are leaving cars, windows down and trunks open, thinking they're not going to get vandalized, uh, they're probably mistaken. You know, when my car was broken into, the thing they took was the radio. Uh, leaving the doors open just makes it easier for them to come in and rip out your stereo system. My brother lived in San Diego. He never locked his door. He got robbed. They broke the window to the bathroom and right next to the front door, and he was all upset. He said, why couldn't they have just gone through the front door? We never locked it. There they go and they break the window. So, you know, vandals are going to be vandals. They, and if they're going to spill something, they may not just spill, you know, what you think they were going to spill. They, they could still do a lot of damage to your car and still spill things. Yeah, I mean, one thing we didn't talk about is the police departments in both San Francisco and Oakland are telling people not to leave your cars unlocked and just sitting on the streets. I get the frustration, though, yeah. because if, you, if you've been, um, you know, one of those people that have had your car broken into, especially more than once, and, you know, you, you've driven in there either to go shopping or whatever, and you've had your car broken into more than once, I, I, I understand the frustration and trying to find some way to combat having your car continually broken into the windows, broken out to see if there was anything in your car. Um, I, I don't know how long it takes to rip out something, you know, a, a car stereo or something, if that's something that's easily it's, just taken you know out. You, if you know what you're doing, it does not take long at yeah. all. Yeah. 
Um, who knows? I I don't have the answer, but I but I will say that the police are telling people not to just leave your car open, windows open, trunk up, and unlock. That's not the way to deal with it. Uh, Jeff wrote in, and I apologize for not having the sarcastic button on good enough so that you could understand that it was sarcasm. Um, did I just hear you guys say it's going to cost a hundred dollars to stream the bowl game BSU is playing in? That's a ripoff. I'm not you watching heard, it then. You heard one of us say it, but. <laughs> You heard the other one comment on the fact that it wasn't exactly true. Uh, not, not, not even not exactly true. No, it is not true. You, you missed the part where we said it doesn't cost anything after, after joking. We were just trying to get you to uh, listen to it on News Talk KBOI, which, by the way, is and always has been free. Yeah. And may I say, you know, Bob Beeler does a much better job than whoever is going to be doing the call on Barstool Sports. True. But it'll be Bob on the radio. But once again, it will be free. Yes. Uh, Roseanne wrote in, construction theft in the Treasure Valley. Same story, different year. Look up construction thefts here in the Treasure Valley over the past few years. Yeah, I totally agree. In this day and age, you know, uh, and builders, and I, and I will say the, the builder who built our house, one of the first things he put into the home was uh, a video theft protection yeah. system. Yeah, Yeah. So that unless, unless he, someone steals it, <laughs> he might. But if they steal it, you're going to have to be going up, and you're going to get a great picture of that guy's or woman's face, whoever well, is is stealing ex- it. Except that with uh, homes under construction, generally they're open and easy to get into, and he all he'd have to do is, you know, find where the central <laughs> system is and rip that out yeah. as well. Um, but he had, I mean, he had set up the uh, system and the alarm system. One of the first things that he put in the house. And then he had it, he was monitoring it on his phone. So he could mm-hmm. see 24 hours a day. He got, you know, a notification saying, hey, somebody's at your house, somebody's at the front door. Um, and I mean, they're, I mean, even now we have, I think, I don't even know if we, if I know where all the cameras are, <laughs> but there's like five or six cameras throughout the house. So, I mean, you, you, you might be you something you might a, not. Might, might want to check into. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's not monitoring. We've had it switched over to us. So. Well, Only Tracy and I have, uh, at least I oh, think. Well, you're right. Maybe I should check into that. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> depending on what you're doing, still you Dang might want to know where the cameras that are. That dude could have been watching me take a shower for the last couple of months. Although that probably would have cured him from uh, checking in on video if he's actually seen me taking a shower. Uh, Frank and Caldwell, good morning. You're on Newstock KBOI. Hello, Frank. Are you there? Yeah, okay, that's me. Okay, hey, I, was, I just drove by um, East Freeport Boulevard in Caldwell, and about 50 illegals are piling out of a white bus from um, Texas. And I asked them, I said, where are you guys? What are you? They don't even speak English. So I, I said, where are you guys coming from? Texas. So we got about 50 illegals that just dumped in uh, Caldwell, about 50 and piling in a house at 809 East Freeport Boulevard. Caldwell. Well, let's not put out an uh, address. What did they? <laughs> Why not? Everybody should know where they're piling out into. Did they? Maybe the well, first of all, you're, you're, I mean, number one, your info hasn't been vetted yet. So, and we don't like to well, give out I mean, personal, yeah. we shouldn't okay. be giving out personal addresses on the radio anyway. Okay. Well, that's fine, but they're dumping them in Caldwell. Okay. And you, and you know this for a fact, because you said that they don't speak English, but you ask them where they came from. There was a bus driver. I asked him. He's oh, okay. from Texas. I took a picture of the house. I took a picture of the light. You guys want a picture of them? 
about 50 of them piling into this little house. He's standing out in the front yard, junk cars all over the place. Did you uh, ask the bus driver why he dropped them off there? No. Why not? I'd, well, I'd have questions after have that after that first answer of where they came from. I'd have a whole bunch of questions about to, for that bus driver as why he's dropping them off. Is this something legal? Was he told to just drive them from Texas to Caldwell for by somebody from what uh, immigration service? I mean, there's a whole bunch of questions well, I would have there. That, okay, well, um, let me put it this way: I'm standing there asking questions, taking pictures, and I'm getting surrounded by about fifty people. You know what I'm saying? And they wasn't looking all that happy that I noticed that I stopped and noticed uh, that they was doing this. And I said, what the hell's going on? You know, uh, and I says, okay, I went to the bus ride. Where you go? Texas. Now it's pretty plain what's going on. They're just dumping them here in Caldwell. They're, it's criminal. I called the police department. And I said, hey, this is a crime. They're illegal. They're, it's a crime. And what they, what they say? No, they couldn't do anything. We can't do anything about it. Interesting. All right. Thank you, Frank. Appreciate it. All right, thank you. Bye. They didn't like getting their pictures taken, so nobody was just standing there and saying queso. Thank uh, you, Greg in Boise, good morning. You're on News Talk KBY. Yes, I heard you on the way home from my gym here talking about uh, break-ins in San Francisco, whether to lock a car. And uh, I thought yesterday at the gym where I am, and I'm in East Boise, there were six cars that had their windows smashed in yesterday wow. as I arrived at the gym. Wow. Three that the police knew about, and three when I went inside and told the front desk, I said, hey, there are three cars out here with windows smashed in. And they said, oh, no, there are three on the other side of the building, too. So so somebody was just going through the parking lot, smashing windows, grabbing whatever they can. I would imagine that's what it was. Yes? Hmm. Probably the same person. Yeah, I would guess if it's all in the same parking lot. Yeah. Thank you. He did him as fast as he could because nobody was watching. Yeah, yeah, that sucks. Feel sorry for anybody that that, ha- that has happened to because it's it's happened to uh, me before. It's very frustrating. I hope that they get caught. Just like I, I hope as we heard the update, you know, the person breaking into the uh, new construction homes and stealing everything in there. I hope they uh, get thrown in jail for a very long time. Maximum amount of the law get punished. John writes in, and uh, it must be a contractor of some sort because he says, I have a good locator for $20 a month inside my equipment, and I can look up where it is any time. Well worth the price when police haul them off to jail. It's called Silver Cloud. Interesting. Might be something to look into. Uh, another email in says, uh, just read the article on the stay of the lawsuit about OSHA enforcing vaccine mandates for workers and companies with over 100 employees. We talked about this earlier this morning. Uh, it is interesting that this is being framed as worker protection. The fascist edict is nothing more than a power play. If you are vaccinated, you are protected, aren't you? And how is someone who has chosen not to be vaccinated risking the health of the vaccinated? Those unvaccinated have already decided that they will take the risk. The whole thing stinks, and if it passes the courts, get ready for life to get worse. For the greater good, you lose your liberties. Well, we've explained that a lot, but would you care to take another stab at it? (laughs) Can Can you tell me what liberties that you do lose? Now, here, listen, I am... Not in any way anti-vax. I'm not 
for vaccines. I'm for you, do you, and I'll do me. However, I have said in numerous occasions, I do not believe what Biden is doing using OSHA to enforce vaccine mandates on uh, companies with more than 100 employees is going to be deemed as constitutional. It's not the law of the land. Now, this is something that's going to have to work its way through the court system. This is just one of the steps that happened uh, here a couple days ago about the stay being issued by the Sixth Circuit Court. And immediately, I think there were 26 states, including Idaho, who filed uh, an emergency court to appeal it to the Supreme Court. There is some hope that that will be sometime in January that the Supreme Court would take up the case. Or they could choose not to, too. So 26 that filed and 24 that didn't. Yeah. Okay. I can probably go through and, you know, guess who did. Uh, Frankie writes in, guys, I know a liberal whom I debate often about crimes like car break-ins, etc., that you guys are talking about today. Her ideology consists of telling me we have to understand why others break in and take our property, as in we need to have compassion, and if we refuse to help them, then we deserve to have our rights violated. I'm not making this up. This woman was a candidate for the Idaho legislature. And I wholeheartedly don't agree with that. No, and, and but it's it's the philosophy of a lot of different people, you know, that uh, behaviors are are caused by something, and uh, that there's always a motivation. And if you take time to understand people, you might be able to help them. But uh, I mean, it's it's so much easier just to like like the, the previous caller said, just shoot anybody who's committing a crime. <laughs> but you know, we we tend to be a little more civilized than that. I, I get it. You can have compassion for him, but this is one of those things. You have your, you deserve to have your rights violated. Really? Yeah, that's kind of a strange thing, <laughs> especially for somebody. If this was a candidate for the Idaho legislature, you deserve to have your rights violated. I don't. I don't think anybody deserves well, to have it, their rights violated. But, but again, there's the philosophy that uh, if you haven't done something to help solve a problem, then you're still part of the problem. Now that you can agree with, okay. but do you deserve to have your rights violated because you are a part of that problem? No. Yeah, I, I, I that's the part that they lose I don't think me that on. I don't think the deserving part really yeah. made any sense, but the rest of it did. We'll take a quick break. One more segment on the way. As a matter of fact, uh, let's go ahead and do this. Promised you uh, Christmas. Um, we got a chance for you to enjoy beautiful Christmas lights. Expo Idaho Christmas in color. It's $40 value. Get to go in anytime between now and uh, the end of the year. So it's not just over the next couple of days if you want to see these Christmas lights. Uh, you never have to get out of your car. It's absolutely beautiful. You have to have tickets to get in. We'll take caller number six right now, 208-336-3700. Tonight at 10, it's Michael Knowles. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. Congratulations going out to uh, Martin. Going to get in the Christmas spirit. Christmas in color. It's going on at Expo Idaho. And uh, carload of friends, family, whatever going to be enjoying the beautiful christmas lights we've never seen this it's it is pretty spectacular we have more chances for you to win we'll give you more chances coming up here tomorrow morning on news talk kboi by the way just the, wanted uh, to update you real quickly here sorry okay. chris about the stock market up 488 points on the dow as of right now so um almost everything lost yesterday at least on the dow has uh, come back so far today okay good good news there
Uh, and and that was predicted. We were talking about that this morning. But they said, well, you know, we've had several days of, uh, uh, you know, bad news from the uh, Dow Jones. It'll probably change today. And, of course, it always does. They're, they're pretty good at predicting. You know, because the, the people who do the predictions look at the same things as the, the big investors do. And so they know what they're going to do. Yeah. Uh, we were just playing... Uh, the little the little musical interlude there was Feliz Navidad, and it reminded me of uh, something I saw the other day. Uh, there was a, a big for sale. It was it was a big sign in front of a house. It wasn't a for sale sign. It said for lease, and somebody underneath had written Navidad, so it was for <laughs> lease Navidad. <laughs> Uh, Rosa writes in uh, at uh, Mike at KBY.com, that uh, uninformed gentleman you talked to earlier is ignorantly wrong. The group of illegals he was talking about are actually H2 workers arriving for the winter session. The gentleman needs to return to that address and not only apologize, but thank these workers for doing a job that ignorant People like him won't do. There's, so there's a winter session for H2 workers. Like apparently okay. says, I'm currently checking them in, assigning housing, and putting them in contact with their sponsors. See, I was going to I was going to ask him. I mean, he didn't seem to know too many details, but I was going to say, you know, if, if there are a busload of people that are all being uh, dropped off at one place, are they there for a particular job? Yeah, that was that was kind of my that was, assumption, and that's uh, that's why I was like I was trying to shuffle him off the air as quickly because he had well he had no real said, information that he was getting. He was just making a he, lot of conjecture. Well, and and essentially all he was saying was that they were illegals here from Texas, and I thought, okay, but you know, being from Texas doesn't make them illegal. Well, and here's the thing: H two workers are not illegal either. That's true. Um, the gentleman, like uh, the one that called in, are the reason that we're in the political climate that we are in right now. She's not wrong. Um, you know, trying that information basically given and jumping to conclusions without having facts to back it up. John wrote in just to say also, hooray, winter is here and days are now getting longer. Yeah, they've been not doing yet. A, they've been doing well. No, they'll, they'll start tomorrow. <laughs> tomorrow. Yeah. yeah, we've got what do we got an hour in three minutes. This is the shortest day of the year. Hour and little little over. Yeah. yeah. Hey, we're on a twenty hour break. We'll talk to you again tomorrow. Have a great day.